Welcome to Elemental Fun, a historical and cultural look of the elements of the periodic table. Welcome to Elemental Fun. My name is Grace. My name is Cindy. And today we're talking about the number one. Numero uno. He's number one. He's number one. Hey, how is it a he? Maybe it's a she. She's. Well, it starts with H. Okay. Uh, hydrogen. <laughs> hydrogen. Hydrogen. Number one on the periodic table. Number one in our hearts. Oh. Not really. And the smallest one. Well, it is. It's pretty small. It is. Yeah. But it's also really big <laughs> like it's it, it's it's most, it's most it's, it's, it's most it's most 75 <laughs> percent let me look makes yeah. up 75 percent of all detectable matter in the universe i have a different number what yeah what 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 do let you me, have let me find it in my notes it was well uh it was 90 percent of all atoms Okay. Mm -hmm. A lot. And, and it made up like, most. yes, it's, it's the mostest. <laughs> the mostest of the <laughs> mostest. Yes. Oh, and yeah, it's three quarters of the, of the mass of the universe. 75%. There we go. That's it. There okay. we go. Done. Anywho, <laughs> hydrogen. Um, Let's talk about who gets the credit. Ooh, that's a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. So Henry Cavendish yes. in 1766 is the one who gets all the glory. He gets all the glory. However, well, well, but maybe he should because the other guys just like were like, eh, I they found something. They noticed something. Yeah. So basically, a, back in the 1500s, Paracelsus. Paracelsus, the but, alchemist. Oh, but what, wait, this what? is how his actual full name is. And oh, I'm gonna try it. Here we go. Okay. Theophrastus Philippus Arolus. Bombastus von Hohenheim. Is <laughs> Where is Paracelsus in there? It says, Discovery Paracelsus, the 16th century Swiss alchemist, also known as, and that whole oh, name. Also known as, uh, no wonder he has part of a short I name. I know, he has the name Bombastus, Bombastus von Hohenheim. Why wouldn't you go by Bombastus? Von Hohenheim. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty mic drop i know right i i mean that's crazy. i thought my last name was cool mm -mm. i take it back but <laughs> which one's his last name he has like 12 valid point i'm thinking the last three is his oh. last name. <laughs> sure anyways he was in the 1500s and basically what happened was um he would put iron fillings into an acid and there would be bubbles, bubbles. and he's like oh, oh. bubbles bubbles my bubbles 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 yes yeah. bubbles and bubbles bubbles <laughs> We're quoting Finding Nemo. Yes. People are wondering why we're acting like crazies. Um, anyway, so yes. they... Well, you noticed, he noticed they were flammable. Yes. He noticed the bubbles were flammable. And he was like, huh, that's weird. But then he didn't and continue he said, on. Nah, whatever. And the same thing in 1671 was Robert Boyle. Right. He did the same thing. He did the exact same thing and went, huh, well, they're flammable bubbles. Mm -hmm. But they didn't pursue it. So mm -hmm. Henry Cavendish gets the credit. However, he didn't name it. I know 
the, it is a Antoine Levasseur. Of course, our famous Levasseur. Our Levasseur. Uh, for hydro, uh, meaning water, and genes, uh, meaning forming, mm -hmm. by Greek, the Greek words. So he was the one that proved that water wasn't like its own element. Mm -mm, mm -mm, that was what? Cavendish. Yeah. What? Yeah, because it, it was it was Cavendish who he also he, right he looked Cavendish at it and then proved it and but and then, then showed that hydrogen burns and turns into water, turns showing that water was not an element. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. My notes got a little wonky because then I found out later uh, Lavoisier was the one who named it. Yep. He called it inflammable gas was what he called hydrogen. Inflammable? In, I think he called it inflammable. That's weird because it's very flammable. I know. I was very confused <laughs> by it. Is he confused by it? it? Probably. <laughs> Lavoisier is like, correction, let me tell you, we're going to name it hydrogen. Because <laughs> like that makes this sense. This is much more better. Greek. Yes. Let's stick with Greek. Thank you. So, um, it's an odorless, colorless gas. It's the lowest density of all gases. Uh, I totally wanted to do a Princess Bride reference for that. Oh, go it's ahead. It, but now I'm going to mess it up. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's the Iocane powder. Yes. Powder. Yeah, that, it's odorless, tasteless, and one of the most deadliest poisons known to man. So it's odorless, tasteless, and the... And the most flammable. And, and the most flammable <laughs> gas known to man. Also, it's the lowest density of all gases. It is. It is 14 times lighter than air. Yes. So basically, when hydrogen like enters our atmosphere, it, goes, it just floats back into space because it's so light. Gravity cannot hold it. It cannot cannot bring it down, man. No. It is on a high. <laughs> super high. Hydrogen high. So yeah, hydrogen is um basically it's like in our sun. It's like most of what Jupiter's made of. Mm -hmm. And it's everywhere. And in it is. everything. And in Earth, it's in water. <laughs> Which it's is a, mostly what the planet is. Yes, it's also like no useful organic compounds would be made without hydrogen. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, we would. So basically, without hydrogen, we wouldn't have a sun. We wouldn't have water. We wouldn't have organic compounds. We would not exist. <laughs> it's true. I'll tell you. We'll talk in the biology section about why hydrogen is so important. Even awesome. though, even though it's not individually important, it's a little weird. Right, hydrogen's again one of those that like isn't found on its own, mm -hmm. or it, important on its own. Yeah, and so well, except in future fuel. Well, yes, we'll get but to we'll that. Get to that yeah. But you know, it it's really on its own. It's like like not really, but it. it what's really cool is how it creates compounds. What's really cool is its friends. <laughs> And how it makes friends. No, actually, because it's hydrogen that makes water have its properties. This is true. We'll so, yeah. like, hydrogen itself, the way it combines with its friends. Yes. Is how it is so cool. Yes. Like, that is true. if it wasn't for hydrogen, if water, like, I read something, it was like, it would have a boiling point of, like, negative 70 degrees Celsius if it didn't have hydrogen. Hydrogen, that's what we'll talk about in biology, the hydrogen oh, bonds. So cool. it is, yes. There's a reason why it's number one. Number one! On the periodic table. <laughs> so, anyway. Well, do you know that there was also more discoveries about hydrogen oh, after wow. that in the 19th 31, oh, Harold yes. Urey discovered a rare but stable form that has twice the mass called deuter deuterium. deuterium. And then 1934, he found tritium, which is an unstable form, um, and that they use for nuclear fusion. Basically, hydrogen is the only element that has its own isotopes that have their own names. All other mm -hmm. 
elements with isotopes are like isotope 76 or like whatever but they have they just do the number of the yeah the atomic number yeah and so hydrogen i mean it's pretty cool it gets its own isotope name why because it's number one okay obviously right So remember the different isotopes differ with how many neutrons are 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 in that. And that's the neutrons create the mass. Yeah, that's why. So that's hydrogen why it's heavier. Yeah. So what I find funny though is that hydrogen has no neutrons. Deuter- deuterium, which you think would be du duo, would be two. Only has one neutron. And tritium, which you think would have three, only has two neutrons. Well, but the 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 do in deuterium is D-E-U. I know. I'm just saying the sound of it. That's true. Do, duo means two. And, and then tri, tri sorry, tri is three. So. Well, it's probably it the second matter. form of hydrogen. I get it, but formal. if the only difference is the neutrons, then I know. I know. Whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Let Everything's it go, fine Cindy. here. Let it go. Fine. <laughs> fine. Um, yes. So shall we go to uses? Sure. sure what they do. Sure. Sure. Well, let's talk about its first use. That, that <laughs> do, you, do you want to? Oh, do I? Do you want to go there? Oh, do I? Well, let's talk about its first uses, Cindy. Okay. The first uses, they're like, you know what would be great to use this in? Balloons. (laughs) And initially, you think, yeah, that sounds great. Because it's super light. I mean, those balloons fly really well. So the very first, very first balloon with hydrogen in it was French scientist Jacques Charles in 1783. He made a silk balloon with a Ooh, rubber casing. Uh, yes. Although the British I, podcast I listened to called it like something that sounded a little weirder. So, like, I don't know that sounded pretty weird. Those British people. <laughs> so weird. Anyways, yes. and it worked pretty well. First and, then the, and then the UK started making dirigibles, also known as Zeppelins, named after the, the Zeppelin. German enthusiast something 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 von zeppelin <laughs> <laughs> and so they started making so, that was another quote from that something 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 and then i uh, can't remember it's a movie quote but von zeppelin. von zeppelin he was an enthusiast he's like this is the way of the future mm-hmm. and so they started making dirigibles and they filled them with helium they also filled them filled them with hydrogen and they were like this is gonna work until the Hindenburg, fun fact, Hindenburg was between Germany and the United States, yeah. and it was supposed to carry people across back and forth. Well, it did. It did. <laughs> it was supposed to make a 10 trip, a, a 10, 10, um, ten, time, ten time trip? 10, ten time round trip? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but, uh, fun fact, the United States wouldn't give Nazi invaded Germany um, helium, so they used hydrogen oh, instead. Really? Yes. So, oh. thanks, Nazis. You're the reason we don't have Zeppelins anymore. Well, yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> hydrogen is highly flammable, and so Super, it, like, like it. So, it, when when it reacts with oxygen to make water, it's very explosive. Yes. <laughs> it takes like literally nothing for it to just explode. Mm-hmm. And the very, very, very famous hydrogen impacted event is the Hindenburg which was on recording on video and it resulted in um it was in 1937 it caught fire it resulted in 35 deaths 36 deaths 35 of them were on the Zeppelin they were um, out of the 97 passengers 35 died and one crewman on the ground died and that basically just killed the dirigible so, I, so the so it I thought it was very impressive that it 
it burned. It, it got destroyed in 32 seconds. It took less than a minute for that thing to just go. Because it's hydrogen. <laughs> I mean, but so it was, so there's, there were some uh, other theories that it was the out, outer layer that was the thing that was flammable, but mm. it was not. It's been proven. They said it was like electric times. static. Yeah, it was a, it was electric static, static, like, like a spark. And mm. then they leak, they leak hydrogen out to ballast the, the, the blimp, basically. Yeah. So they were leaking it out and then a, a static and then it, it was i think it was a really charged atmosphere they were coming into i think so and the so new then jersey. It, yeah and so then it new it jersey. just was it the nazis or new jersey, jersey. Hey, someone oh. ruined dirigible for all of us I keep thinking didgeridoos every time you say dirigible. <laughs> it's not quite the same thing no but <laughs> what's interesting what the article that I was was reading? I thought you were gonna go and do a didgeridoo thing for a second. I was like, "Wow, we are really off today. topic." Um, is that th- there was like thirty five years of of these blimps and dirigibles? Yeah, it was actually a legitimate. Like, it was, thing. but there's like thirty five years of accidents and disasters oh, prior yeah. to this, and there was one that got lost over the water and everybody oh, died. Yeah. There's another one. That- I but, remember hearing about that. Yeah, one. there were two of it, and there was another one where something bad happened. I don't remember what it was, but people died, and it wasn't good. But um, what they were suggesting is that because the Hindenburg was on videotape yeah. and everybody could see it, that was kind of the nail in the coffin yes. at the end. But yep. also, they had just started doing like transatlantic flights, and so um, it, it was it coincided. It wasn't just that this blew up and everybody was like, "Oh my god!" It was also like. Eh, this other thing that's gonna be a little bit safer so let's go that way so i think there was a combination as to why right i think it could have if if this very public accident wouldn't have Mm -hmm. happened it still would have been a form of transportation maybe not the most popular might have gone on for a little bit longer yeah but you know when it explodes uh, it's a little it's it's a little hard to not to like forget a little hesitant so. a little hesitant but well, yeah and it was interesting too when they were talking about how the the way the, the the article i read went all the way through like the where it leaked where that went wow. how it went up like how the whole thing went and so it really depended on if you survived where you were in the zeppelin mm. because if you were at the front the promenade they were jumping out the promenade to be able to jump because they were just about to land they put the landing things down and everything and, but if you were back in, like, so some of the crew so, that like was, third like... third class. Right. So, so like Titanic. people died. Right. It's a Titanic. Uh-huh. So it's basically... And then some of the crew that were, ba- you know, down at the... In the That's depths amazing, of things. though, that it was, like, 30, 32 seconds. It was under a minute, yeah. I saw 32 seconds, and then another thing in the thing said, like, under a minute. So either way, under a minute. Okay, yeah. with it, the, Those things are huge. Yeah, that, that one was oh, massive. I had the... I had the had the oh it was like over 800 feet yeah no they're like it gets crazy this giant yeah. and then like the the thing the that carries space, all the people yeah. is like really not, so a, not a lot of space for people by the way the the every time i think of a dirigible 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 oh, or blimp Zeppelin. is um indiana jones and i'll ask you say i do think ticket i do ticket queen <laughs> kicks him out no tickets oh here's my ticket <laughs> I think of that. I also think of Kiki's Delivery Service. You've never seen Hayao Miyazaki's Kiki's Delivery Service? Oh, it's an excellent movie. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> it's it's an excellent movie, and it has it has a Zeppelin in it. Oh, okay. And it's just like a <gasps> well, you know, the Golden Compass and stuff does too. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, which, well, which and... is on HBO. Have you seen the one on HBO? I haven't seen the one. It's on really HBO. good. Oh, to know. It is very good. 
Um, Check it out. You know, Zeppelin's actually, it's they're very popular back again in like steampunk novels. Yes. So they take that time where before it really, like that, the, that level of invention, you know, it usually stops about the 30s. Mm-hmm. And so that is a popular thing. It is true. Um, in steampunk. So Hydrogen is yeah. in pop culture-ish. In a very like, <laughs> like obscure, obscure, kind of, subtle way, yeah. maybe something like that. We'll see. So taking it to the future, <gasps> um, fuel, fuel. Well, so let me let me run through the couple of other things that they use for, it, and then very we'll talk few about other fuel. things. Yeah. So um, they use it to make ammonia for fertilizer, right? Through the Haber process, which I think we talked about before. I think we talked I, about the Haber process. That. that sounds very right. Yes. Um, they also use it to make cyclohexane and methanol, which are intermediates in the production of plastics and pharmaceuticals plastics. drugs. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I'm um, sorry if you can hear my chair creaking, but every time I move, it's like, move it. Don't blame the chair. <laughs> they use it to remove sulfur from the, in the oil refining process, which I thought was interesting. Yay! <laughs> plastics, oils, pharmaceuticals, <laughs> awesome. Really good stuff. Um, uh, NASA uses hydrogen as rocket fuel. Yes. That's in the future. Yes. I have that. Because it's like, hey, look, it didn't work in air travel. Or did it? <laughs> it's been working in NASA. They use it for the second and the third stages of the Apollo program. So, like, it's in rockets. It works. It's rocket fuel. Because it's like a really good combustion. It's <laughs> <laughs> explosive, like, like we really said. explosion. They, um... They use it in protective as a protective atmosphere for making flat glass sheets. Yeah, it actually makes it really smooth and like able to actually make smooth. That, that smooth flat glass. Mm, I did not know that. I mean, I did now, but <laughs> exactly. I got you. Um, they use it as a flushing gas for the during the manufacture of silicone chips. So for your computers, and very important. Again, hydrogen. Mm-hmm. It's there. You're killing it. Um, so this is one which will I it kind of goes into the biology a little bit, but. They use it to hydrogenate oils to form solid. Yeah. So let's just, let me just tell you as a biology <laughs> professor, um, that's not natural. What? <laughs> Margarine, does it come from a plant? Plants don't no. have fat on them? So they're taking liquid oils, which are usually plant oils. So olive oil, um, coconut oil, all those. Avocado Those are like oil. liquid, yeah, avocado oil. Oh, liquid, liquid at room temperature. Because they have, um, they have double bonds in the chains, so mm-hmm. they it kinks, so it can't stack really nicely together. So they don't have as many hydrogens as they possibly could in their hydrocarbon tails. Mm-hmm. In a, to make them solid, you want all the hydrogens, as many hydrogens as, as possible, to be saturated, mm-hmm. be a saturated fat. I am a saturated fat. <laughs> <laughs> So, I guess in order to make... Yeah, you are. <laughs> Just kidding. Did you see my post when I said, bacon is 73% fat and very salty. Same bacon. <laughs> I did not see that. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, saturated. Totally. I am a saturated fat. But anyways, well, so... We... we all have saturated fat. <laughs> Especially after the pandemic. Oh, God. Uh, but, um... Yeah, so they so in order to I guess make these those oils more appealing, they push they basically they have the same hydrogen. There's hydrogen down your throat, oh and they make you make them so that it becomes solid, um, and that's how uh, trans fats are made. And trans fats are totally bad for you, nothing good, and really bad. Um, so anytime you see hydrogenated 
oils in the list of ingredients on your food, you should try not to eat it. It's hard to it's hard to avoid, unfortunately. Right. But um, yeah. So it's basically they've forced a liquid to be a solid. Yes. Okay. That seems perfectly natural. Right? It's totally normal. <laughs> Everything's fine here. So but the idea, too, is that your body knows what to do with butter. It right. knows what to do with oil. Doesn't it doesn't know what, know what to, to do. do with this weird thing that's in between. This so chemically forced yeah. Frankenstein monster of fat. <laughs> now I'm going to think of Frank eating Frankenstein. <laughs> well, I mean. It's true. It's, it's it a, is. It's a solution. It's a solution. Um, and then, so then moving on to that, uh, futuristic stuff, right? Where are my flying cars? <laughs> where, where are my hydrogen cars? Okay. So, so yeah, here's the thing. People are really excited because it's like, Hey, well, they we talked can... about it for years. I yeah. know they have, but they're like, Hey, hydrogen powered fuel. It's generated from water. It's pollution free. It doesn't do carbon you emissions. Generate it from water and right. then you, it goes back to water. So right. there is no emission whatsoever. And it, in theory, Ooh, but there is, there is. Oh, okay. Do you want to finish that? I was say, in theory, it's a great idea, but like the people that are actually trying to make these, it's not like they can just like pour water into a car and then have water <laughs> come out the other end. Yeah. It has to be like a hydrogen fused cell. Yeah. And, and because <laughs> Elon Musk said, basically he called it a pain in his Ass. But you know what? He's kind of a pain in the <laughs> derriere himself because he. But anyway, but um, because here's the thing: you would have to have hydrogen fuel cell stations, and they'd have to be under extreme pressure because you really have to. I mean, like you can't just have like oh, it's floating everywhere. Right. And then those power centers are going to be targets for like. Um, well, yeah, you blow that up. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, I mean, terrorists would just be like, I'm just going to get all the hydrogen fuel stations. <laughs> You're and then, good to go. Oof, there goes that town. And so, I mean, theoretically, yes, but we have to find a way to make it so hydrogen doesn't have to be under such extreme pressure and is not as flammable, which isn't going to happen. Well, that's the other thing. So, I, I always think of like, okay, so if you get in a car, car accident, yeah. like, is it just going to go boom? You just go but, poof. Uh, I didn't see that part of thanks for bringing it down really scary roots but the other scary part of it <laughs> World is War three. hydrogen fuel cars there we go i called it i called it so uh it's expensive it's like so one expensive. one tank would be like 50 bucks and i don't even know how far that would take you yeah so that's the main thing right now is that the it's just too expensive to even go but so i thought this was really interesting um that yes there's no combustion when you burn hydrogen gas right. into how, back into water ever how you make it uh, is a different story mm. so usually it's heating natural gas um with steam and then that forms syngas which is hydrogen and carbon monoxide and then you separate the hydrogen out and so um, you're creating carbon right you're carbon you're, monoxide. you're well you're burning you're burning a fossil fuel i mean your natural gas is a is a fossil fuel basically it's gosh like, is there a way we could just have things run by water like literally, just like you pour water in. Wait, well, no, we, so, we need to drink that. You know, wait. This is a problem. We all need to start walking more. Okay, <laughs> just back up. And go. Old go back school. to the horse. Where's the horse? Oh, I had a horse. Oh, Cindy, I'm sorry. I wish I that, that one's sad. Yeah. Sorry, um, Lionheart. Yeah, I had a horse for 
many, many years, 22 years. Uh, he passed a while ago, though, so. But it's okay. I'm okay now. I, I miss my horsey, though. Um, so it's, it's, it's one of the, it's, it's similar to also, honestly, you know, doing hybrid cars and that kind of stuff where you're still, in order to, you have to plug in your car, which is great. You're not doing combustion, but the, the, the electricity that you're getting in your house is from coal burning plants or maybe it's from nuclear power, but like nothing's completely clean at this point. Yeah. There are other, um, uh, there are other ideas about how to do it, how to um, produce it. They have these nano-sized hydrogen generators, which they produce hydrogen from light and graphene, but they're very, very small. Mm. And don't ask me how they actually do that with light and graphene. But it's it's if, they, if they can make it better. like a thin carbon. I think carbon? so. I, I was thinking, well, I mean, graphite is, and I think graphene is a version. We of talked that. about yeah. graphene in our mm -hmm. in our carbon episode. Check that one Check out because we out. don't remember. <laughs> it was something. It was a long. It was like. Four years ago. Yeah. Like, I don't It was remember. a very long time ago. We were, we've been doing this for a long time, just not consistently. <laughs> thanks for sticking with us. We've got Z, life. Thanks for sticking with us. <laughs> Number one fan. Go. <laughs> um, so the other ways to make it are um, biological water splitting, where you have photosynthetic microbes that use light to produce hydrogen from water as part of just their metabolic process, which right. is super cool. Yeah. Um, uh, fermentation of renewable biomass. You can convert agricultural residues like peanut shells or consumer waste like plastics and grease into a liquid called bio oil, which then could be separated into fuels like hydrogen. Hmm. Uh, but the cleanest is using sunlight to split water, but we still haven't figured out how to do that in a way that's helpful. So, so there's a lot of potential. <laughs> you got so much potential. Hydrogen. There's also like the scary, also, let's go down another scary path hydrogen bombs. You're the. <laughs> You should be talking about that since I didn't go lives, into that. Lives in Los that, Alamos. Basically, <laughs> a thermonuclear weapons hydrogen bomb has not been used in warfare, and let's hope it never does, because it creates a, such a terrible, unstable chain reaction. It can literally wipe out an entire enormous city. Good job, scientists. <laughs> like, can we put this towards the like stopping fossil fuels and lesson to like? Right. How to wipe out a universe. whole country. Um, but you know what will be left? Hydrogen. <laughs> it's true. It's in the sun and the stars. Which I think is funny is that they were like, it's in the sun and stars. And I'm like, but the, the sun, sun is, is a star. star. My thing said it's in the sun and most stars. And oh, it like, might not be every star, like, but. What star doesn't, doesn't have, have it? Because it's all like hydrogen. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I, there's so many different types of stars. Who knows? I really don't know anything about space. No, and I, I really don't it's there. I really don't care about space. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Let me let me do a quick little like not a PSA, a little like GSA. Grace says a lot. So <laughs> here's the thing. Um, space is scary and dark and cold and you can't breathe. Why does anyone want to go there? Like you cannot well, you live there. Do no, the thing. You, you can't cannot do that in breathe. the ocean. You want to go down the ocean. I don't want to go down in the ocean. <laughs> Again, you cannot breathe, you cannot see, you will be crushed. Why would I want to go there? Sure, show me pictures, that's great. Space pictures, great. Deep sea animals that I don't ever have to get near, great. But like the idea, I'm a, I I get claustrophobic. Okay, well that explains a lot then. Yes. <laughs> I don't always get claustrophobic, 
But the idea... Okay, now you just did the two do it dos seconds commercial. I don't always get claustrophobic. But when I do, but when I do, it's in underwater places. No, it's it's the idea that I can't get leave. Out. Yeah, I can't get out. Which I know is like all claustrophobia, but like I've been down in mines deep underground, mm-hmm. and I didn't feel claustrophobic because I'm like I could just walk up that path. Mm-hmm. But like underwater, I don't do so well, mm-hmm. and um, it's. I'm not supposed to be there. There's a reason why you're not an oceanographer or an astronaut. There's also a reason why, like, people don't live in the ocean because they can't, because we don't have the bot, we don't have the biology. Like, do I have gills? Can I, do I do well under pressure? You did at one point in your development. We all had gills and embryo. And then I grew out of that. So (laughs) I'm done with water. Okay. Like, I love the ocean. I'm done with you too. I'm saying this. I'm saying this to a marine bio. So like, I'm really just like digging my own grave here. Like, I just don't. I don't know. There's something about space, and there's something about deep ocean. Surface is scary, but you know, I mean, I, I, as much I love the ocean, but I would not want to go in a deep sea submersible. As much as I would love to see what's down there, I would not be able to do it. But like, here's the thing: it's so dark down there. Can you see anything down there? Well, you have the red lights and stuff that you could see from a. Uh-huh. that's on the thing mm-hmm. so that when it springs a leak and you crush like a soda pop can so you don't want to see it like when this giant squid comes no, and, no. and wrapping around taking no. it you don't want to just take it right there nope <laughs> nope I'm, I'm literally like holding I'm like going into my yoga pose of like oh, I'm <laughs> not okay. in a deep sea submarine but you can see all the hydrogen that's around you in the water <laughs> Tie it back. <laughs> nice. Nice. Back. back to hydrogen. Back to hydrogen and where it is. So in the so many tangents. The, so <laughs> because there's not as much about hydrogen. There really isn't. No. I'm sorry, people. I thought like hydrogen was gonna be the own thing. Stuff. It could right. be its own episode. We're like dragging it to try to make it to 30 minutes. We're like, come on, we can do it. Tangent. Segway. <laughs> Ooh, segway. <laughs> You didn't see her hands just pretend to grab a little thing. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only they could see us. Oh, I think it's best they don't. That's probably true. <laughs> we it's, look like shambles. It's late. We're in our pajamas. We're doing great. It's true. It's everything's fine. <laughs> okay. So, biology. So you have more? Yes, I do. No, was it talking about the biology? I talk about hydrogen all the time in my biology class. I I do. So great because you're going to talk about how it gives water its properties. Yes, and well, that and and how it's in everything you are. Um, so biology. So yes. So um, in the reason water is an amazing molecule and it makes it's different than any other of the same. Well, any other molecule really, but even others that are similar in makeup, right? Mm -hmm. So it has um, a high, uh, it doesn't evaporate very easily. It has a high boiling point, much higher than it should for the mass or the thing that it is. Okay. So it's got all these cool properties, right? It's water freezes, it it expands. It can be a solid, a liquid, and a gas. It's one of the few that that is solid, liquid, and gas in normal temperatures basically yeah. most of them everything is solid liquid and gas at some point but usually it's like you have to go to a million degrees or right. like a million hundred degrees but we can see gas gaseous water ice you know frozen water and liquid water in form naturally life. in our world right so um but it, uh, the properties that it has are very extreme 
and which is good because it means that our oceans don't just evaporate off the planet very quickly <laughs> and doesn't boil away and all that kind of stuff. So, but the the reason why water is so unique is the the, the interaction between hydrogen and oxygen. So you have actually H two O or dihydrogen monoxide. Dun dun dun. If you want to sound serious. <laughs> um, but the it has to do with the uh, electronegativity right. of the organism. So oxygen is super electronegative, which I think we've talked about to some um, to some to... degree uh, briefly. Yeah, because we did high, we did oxygen. oxygen. Yeah. So such a downer. Electrons think that oxygen is super sexy, <laughs> and want to spend more of the time on the oxygen side, and less on the hydrogen side. So what that means is that it becomes a polar molecule. So it has a two poles. It has a negative end and a positive end, and that is what gives water most of its unique properties mm. um, and spe specifically hydrogen bonds so hydrogen bonds are a specific type of bond between two hydrogen uh, hydrogen uh, sorry the hydrogen of one molecule and either fluorine oxygen or nitrogen of the other one right. so you can always say that hydrogen bonds are fun uh, ah. Fluorine, oxygen, <laughs> nitrogen, fun. So it can do stuff with other things, but those not are uranium. Its, those are its favorite. No, not uranium. That <laughs> well, would be weird. We don't know. No. So those hydrogen bonds, though, are actually fairly weak, but when put together, are extremely strong. Yeah. So that's why bugs can walk on water mm. because they have all the hydrogen bonds that basically think of it as a netting, and that as long as you're light enough and spread your weight out enough, you can stay. You don't you don't break those bonds so you don't fall into the water. Um, I will never be that light. <laughs> no humans will be, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, and so um, it that's also why it takes so long for water to boil mm. um, compared to other um, other things. So it's it uh, it makes it. It takes longer to boil because you have to break those hydrogen bonds in order to release the gaseous water. So, um, and then quickly before my daughter actually totally wakes up, <laughs> if you heard that little blip in the background, um, hydrogen, like you said, is is in all the molecules that are in your body, mm -hmm. um, and particularly important those hydrogen bonds. If there's a question in in your biology class or your son or daughter's biology class, there's a question about like what bond does something special. 95% of the time, if you answer hydrogen bonds, you will be correct. Cool. So those hydrogen bonds that are so important in water's, uh, what makes water so unique, um, the, uh, also the reason why water can like climb up capillary tubes yeah. is because it- It goes up the sides of the glass. Right. Glass, but not plastic. Um, because the glass is polar, basically, so you have that attraction. Um, oil, the oil, plastic is oil-based, and so it's non-polar, so it can't grip. Interesting. So it only goes up glass. Or I trees. It'll go up trees. So that adhesion and, and cohesion, why it helps keep the She together. is so smart. I'm just like, and it has a special bond that makes water water. Does like, it? There you go. Got it. She's like, breaking it down. <laughs> so the other really cool part where hydrogen bonds is, is in your DNA. So the... <laughs> I just did it, a big smile. Like, it's it's holding it's holding you together, <laughs> literally. So the, there's hydrogen bonds that are there's there's the nitrogen bases, and then there's the sugar and the phosphate. 
and the nitrogen bases, uh, you think it, you've seen, think of DNA, it looks like a ladder that's twisted. Yeah. So the sugar phosphates are on the side. Okay. The, the sides of the ladder. And the bases are the rungs of the ladder that you would step on. And the things that are holding those bases together. Hydrogen. So very crucial for you to continue being you. And surviving in literally, life. literally, not like in your figuratively, no. like literally, like you be you, no, not that, like without you hydrogen, literally will mm-hmm. not be this, yeah. Well, also, I gotta just quickly say, I went through, I went to the glossary and I looked up hydrogen in periodic tales. What again, which this podcast is based on the fact that we both hated this book. <laughs> Because it was so I mean, great information, boring. but really hard to read. The only thing that he really goes into about hydrogen, well, he talks a little bit about it's like where it was just like the first discovery. Mm-hmm. He talks about how he used to do at the science fair, he would actually do the hydrogen oxygen like. Oh, expo- like explosion. explosion. Oh, and he's like, that it seems just really unsafe. It does, but and they eventually had to move that science fair to the abandoned outdoor swimming pool of the of the school, and eventually would have to um, get some paramedics there, is according to it. Oh, um, but that was like the only thing, and he talked about it. Just made the long, it made the loudest bang. It was a popular mm-hmm. experiment to combine hydrogen and oxygen, mm-hmm. and then to have oh. the water left over. Right, and it just makes like a really loud. Bang. Bang. Right. But like also flammable. So like <laughs> I don't think you should let kids do that. Best choice? I don't know if he was a kid or if he was a college student or if he was a professor mm-hmm. because you know he kind of he's very loosey goosey with time. Yeah, I don't Tiny whiny. Um again, this book like's got a lot of information, but you read a passage and you're like, so who what when were why? <laughs> so is this you? Is Place this, this not you? In when what? where? Why? How? Who? And what? Why? <laughs> Why are we even So that was like really the only thing. And other times they would just talk about hydrogen, you know, combining with something else. And I was like, can you even mm. like bother to spend some time? On yeah. Like, like he should talk. I mean, you could spend a lot of time talking about the biology of it. I mean, again, it's not it's important to individual. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a biologist, but I like chemistry. That's you true. can like both things. Valid I'm one. just saying, like, out of all the importance of hydrogen, <laughs> Probably the most important is that it's holding your DNA together <laughs> for, you know, life. And just, uh, I guess. Yes, whatever. <laughs> for us. Oh, I mean, the whole rest of the universe, I don't know. But for us, it seems <laughs> it's good. I don't know. It's mostly what Jupiter's made of. That seems really important. Who cares about Jupiter? How dare you? <laughs> it's like my third favorite planet. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I used to live in close to Jupiter. What? Florida. <laughs> You just say that she's like, wait, what? You live close to Jupiter? I was like, how, that's How's that even happen? We've talked about this. Space travel is not a thing. Oh, Florida, yeah. <laughs> Basically. That's awesome. A weird place. It, it was it's true. It's Florida. I know. <laughs> weird's not even an apt word to describe it. It's like a very mild term for it. <laughs> yeah. Florida is like the place that people outside the U.S. know if it's a crazy story from America. It comes from Florida. It comes from Florida. And I'm allowed to say it because I lived there for 17 years. So yes. she's. I, I like, mean, I, out. I'm just a snobby Washingtonian that's like, <laughs> Florida. Florida. <laughs> Rose, never been there. Oh, yeah. Don't go. <laughs> I want to see a manatee. I'm going to go. Well, that's true. I, I did get to see manatees. 
Yes. So no, I don't not know. as often as you would think, though. Well, I mean, I was in the exact spot where they were. They also do get like hit by boats. All oh, the time. so I did, in my other podcast, I know we I did one, yeah, about I that. And stocks it was, of manatees. Yeah, it it it's they have almost every single manatee has been hit by boats. It's so sad. It's just it's crazy. But and and I'm not that's not being over exaggerating. They did a study and it was like 98 percent of the manatees have been hit by a boat at least once. And there was one that had like 40 hits. I know. It was a female, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. was a really good podcast, but also really sad. But also it it's Florida, so I'm like not surprised that those Well, my people. only thing with that too is that you have to have a license to drive a car and you don't have to have a license to drive a boat and driving a boat is way harder than driving a car. Like the road moves <laughs> underneath you. And then there's wind. Things come up from the thing. Like, oh my lord. That's a okay. valid point. I, mm-hmm. I thought you had to have a license. Do you do like here? here? You have to you have to get a border educa- border education card, so you oh, have to okay. go through a class. But right. they didn't actually like they help you through the exam. It's not like they just, <laughs> they just want you, which is fine. They want, they want you, you to have gone to an educator course. Yeah, so that's fine. But no, it. yeah. In so. Florida, they probably don't need a license to drive. <laughs> I'm driving my Well, in some places you can. That's true. In the farms, you can be like five and drive a car. So it's Dune fine. Dune buggies. Although they're probably honestly better than the other people that's on the road. That's valuable. Yes. All right. So Zoe. anyway, well, that's it. We'll I think that's all we got. Long enough. I mean, yeah. yeah, we really dragged that one through the mud. And tried through the water that's made of hydrogen. Oh, you're on today. <laughs> Bam. I'm not. I am like, this is like. Two hours past my bedtime. <laughs> this is two hours before my bedtime. <laughs> you don't understand. I put my kids to sleep and I immediately fall asleep mm-hmm. myself. I've been trying to read a book for like a month now and I'm like seven pages in. She's like, I got five words in today. I'm like, yes. I think I can turn the page. <laughs> <laughs> I made it. It's like a mystery too. It's like not something boring. <laughs> I did finish tracks recently though, and that that, oh, that was that was a that was a I felt like I was that woman walking 1,700 miles through the Australian desert to get through that story. I was like, oh, <laughs> my God, is there an ending to this? See, again, you're good because you finished that book. I, again, there's one book I haven't finished just because I couldn't understand what was being said <laughs> in the middle of it. <laughs> Cloud Atlas. Somebody, oh, somebody yeah. message me on Instagram at Gracie runs wait Gracie runs fifty by fifty yeah find me on Instagram and tell me how do you read the middle of Cloud Atlas because like I literally I don't know what they're saying I feel like I'm reading a foreign language someone explain yeah. it to me or like do I need to get the audiobook? is it oh, worth maybe it you should do that I should do that yeah. I still probably won't understand. But at least if somebody else would be doing it, you'd be like, okay, then I just... Uh, yes, I can usually understand dialects a little better than I don't know. So, anyways, that's where you can find me. Mm-hmm. And you can find Cindy. Yes, uh, at pacificmammalresearch.org or PacMam. And we're on Instagram and Facebook. Yes, and you, you And we should, have a podcast. You should yes. listen to our podcast. It's fun. It's not it's as fun time. as ours, but... <laughs> Nothing can be as fun as ours. Nothing. Because Cindy doesn't have to be professional. <laughs> she can totally. She'd be a total goof. <laughs> and I am. Yes. All right. I would think. What What are we gonna do next? Don't you put me on the spot. <laughs> I don't know. There's a whole periodic table. 
That's not true. We've done like 15 now. That's true. We've done quite a few. We'll find some. All right. We will get back Maybe to healing. You. We haven't done healing yet. I really want to. I know, to... but you want to do the healing. I, know, I right? want but to do healing. Don't we... Isn't there like a helium shortage or something? There's always a helium shortage. <laughs> Everything's short now. Have you looked at the. <laughs> oh, yeah, we can't get anything. Buy your Christmas presents now. I literally <laughs> have been stockpiling Christmas presents in yeah. my house. That's not, I haven't done anything. Greta's not even going to want them by the time. She'll be like, I wanted that like a year ago. I'm like, it doesn't matter. You're getting married. Christmas. So anyway, there's a shortage of anything. Everything. Oh, but yes, if you if you do want stuff, uh Pac-Man has a website and has we have a website. Uh (laughs) we have a gift store gift store on our website. We've got cute stuffed animals. So Yeah, actually I thought about getting one of those for Greta. But then she got the Vaquita. She did get the Vaquita from World Wildlife Fund, but I mean she can have another stuff. I shouldn't say that. She has like 7,000. Like, Do you have t-shirts? No, kids ones. Darn it. We have medium and larges because we only... Do you have hats? We do have hats, but they're not kids. My child has a big head. On okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Anyways, we'll discuss okay. Christmas presents on Next our time. own time. All right. We hope you have a lovely time listening about hydrogen. Mm-hmm. Remember that hydrogen's number one? Number one. And you'll listen to us chat at you. Next time. Next time. microphone in front of us. Is this computer? Are you working now? Hello? 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 Hello?